1: Thank you the Mayo 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 experience.
2: Experience. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. Today we are talking about a self-isolation quarantine movie marathon. I am going to give 10 movies, which I have Manicured in a way to, you know, hit some highs and lows along the way. Really put a lot of thought about it into it. Like, you know, bands used to do in the 80s when they used to release an album, how one song flows into the other. I put that sort of methodology into my list of 10 movies. Jeff Feinberg is going to have his list of 10 movies. And you out there, if you want to get into a draw for... 20 DraftKings dollars, smash the like button of the episode, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and give me your list of 10 movies in that comment section that you would watch as the quarantine movie marathon. And then all of a sudden, you're in a draw for 20 DK bucks. You want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars? You can do that other one too, but also subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review DraftKings handle and something you like about the Pat Mayo Experience. You'll be in a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars. Time to bank. Them DK Boxer in Sports eventually returns. The other person giving his top 10 movies that you need to watch during the quarantine. It is Tim and August. Tim and August.
1: That is not my name. Are you ready to do this? Oh, yes. Jeffrey,
2: are you ready to give your movies? Because we're going to start with you. Oh,
1: so exciting. We're
2: Jeff's top 10 list. Let's hear it. I didn't like... Album.
1: Top 10, Jeff. Top 10. Pardon? <laughs> Curb reference. Sorry. Oh. Oh. It's a Bam Bam as of a Jeff uh, Green. These top 10. <laughs> um, I didn't
3: order them in like an album. You,
2: you didn't need to. I just did that because I had too much time on my
3: hands. With like ebbs and flows, but I guess they're broken into like categories maybe okay. in some ways. Like at least that's how I have them written here. So, in no particular order. But the comedies, uh, four of them are in my top ten. Uh, old school. Okay. I just freaking love that movie. Now, are these
2: your ten favorite movies or just the ten as a part of, like, a good rewatch
3: list? A good rewatch for the quarantine, and they would probably be part of any discussion. For them to make it here, they might be in my ten favorite movies of all time. Okay. Or would just be left off, like, maybe a list. Uh, old school, road trip. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Going straight into, like, the Todd Phillips wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those two movies killed me. Like, I watched them, like, endless amount of times.
2: Should let people know if this, I'm not sure which order I'm releasing the shows, but we are doing the funniest movie of the two decades bracket from 1990 to 2009. We've done the breakdown already, as we record this, of the 2000s. And both those, pretty high seeds. Old school, very high seed.
3: Okay, well, I hope this next movie comes in with a high seed. Maybe even left it off. I feel it's incredibly underrated, but absolutely hilarious. How high?
2: uh, That wasn't even in discussion on the bracket.
3: Then you guys, yeah, uh, at least in like the 90s and 2000s. Come on. Up Chuck Kamaloo? He called me Dick Buckus. Wow.
2: How stoned do you have to be to find that hilarious?
3: No, no. That movie is, that movie was freaking <laughs> amazing. Method Man, Red Man.
2: I, I'm familiar with the movie. I've seen it.
3: No, they crushed it. It's as good as the previous two. And then a bit of a different, like, whoa, how'd you get to this comedy after like those comedies, one I equally love, makes me laugh like way harder than it probably should. Or maybe that's exactly um, the plan, but uh, sideways. Okay. You want you went like dark dramedy. Yeah, love I'm, I'm in, I'm into that one. The New York yeah, Times and a lunch. spinach croissant. Oh, most random shit gets me. Uh, okay, then like into a very, I wouldn't even know how to classify this bracket, but. Uh, they probably shouldn't even be all together. Inglorious Bastards. Okay, watch that thing like over that, and that, over.
2: That, is that your Tarantino representative on this list? you have multiple Tarantino's?
3: No, that seems like the only Tarantino so rep it, on w- this list. Would
2: you say that's your favorite Tarantino movie?
3: I guess so. Okay, better Pulp Fiction might be my. Yeah, yeah, I guess it probably would be my favorite Tarantino. I'm not like a hardcore Tarantino. I wouldn't have anything to say when you guys did your like Tarantino rankings. I have my opinions, but they don't go nearly as deep as you guys. Uh, Die Hard 3. Is that the one with Jeremy Irons? Jeremy Irons, Samuel Jackson. Die Hard
1: with a Vengeance. That's the name of the
3: movie. Die I, Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Thank you, Tim. So you, you I
1: are the best Die Hard. Even Bye. though I
3: love Die Hard 1, it's like got a special sick from school like place in my heart. Uh, it's die a, Hard it, 3 always wins any Die Hard power ranking when I have to like make them. And I love Die Hard. Love it. After the third one, I don't really know what they've done. Like, I've seen them, but they don't, like, hold anything, and they're all, like, one big diehard.
2: That came down to Gary and brought up the Simpsons movie to me, and I was like, I don't remember this movie at all. I remember seeing it. That's about it. That's
3: true. Yeah, and I went to some corny, like, bar after that was, like, serving shitty Simpson-themed things. Yeah. They were serving duffs? Yeah, maybe, like, or were they serving flaming moes. Who knows? So,
2: uh, Tim, you're in on this Diehard 3 is the best diehard?
1: If I were to do a definitive ranking after Die Hard with a Vengeance, there would be a gap before Die Hard 2 was written down.
2: What about the original Die Hard?
1: That would come after Die Hard 2.
2: You think that the original Die Hard is the worst of the Die Hard original trilogy?
1: I think that's pretty undebatable.
2: I, I think that you're off on your own little island with that one.
1: Well, that's because you don't like uh, Reginald Winslow. I don't know his real name, but Reginald Winslow from Die Hard 2, who played a great uh, airport cop or, uh, I mean, Jeremy Irons and Samuel L. Jackson are amazing in Die Hard with a man. But that movie is so much better than the other wait, wait, Die wait, Hard. Like, wait, 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 Who's oh, a good movie. Hold, hold on, hold on. Just, Who the hell is
2: Reginald Winslow? Are you talking about Carl Winslow yeah. or Reginald V, whatever the hell his name is? See, I mixed up his
3: name. See, I got his real first it, name is, and his character's last name.
2: Maybe I misremember, isn't he the limo driver in number one?
3: No, that's like a kid. He's a yeah. cop in number one. In LA, local LA cop.
1: But he's but he, in Washington D.C. He has a far more central role in Die Hard too. Isn't he? Is, is he the limo driver in Crocodile Dundee? Then maybe the thing about uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance is that's that's a picture. That's not not even a movie. That's a picture.
2: Okay, you guys are all in on. They're Die all hard.
1: very. I don't even have it on the list, but now I wish I did because that's a that's a fantastic <laughs> fantastic movie. I'm going to watch it today. They're all
3: very rewatchable. Like two gets a bad rep. Because it's not good. It's I don't know, but it's so easy to watch, man.
2: There's a lot of movies that are easy to watch. That are better than that. I don't know. You don't know? They're really, that. that's it?
3: Okay, so I've named six, and we'll stay in sort of like... Uh... Action-y. Well, action-y. got to have one of them. Uh, Goodfellas. I know it's like generic for a top 10. And I feel like
2: that, that was one. I had it originally on the list, then I ran out of room, and I, it was like one of the last Yeah, from it that. was
3: tough. And I think I even had Major League on my list, uh, and then just put in Goodfellas. felt like I had to. Role models also was, like, close for me. I, that was a very close for me. Like, well. that would do so well in my bracket, and it would probably have some upsets that people, like, in, like, the large film genre comedy would, like, get angry at. But holy shit.
2: I can't believe you have How High on this and not role models.
3: They're Very close. How <laughs> High had some killer lines. Like, killer. Like, still to this day.
2: Need to ask it, because we had this discussion on the show about Grandma's Boy. which Great is, movie. Which is a movie I think is fucking terrible. Freaking... It's uh, just not no. funny now, now the, i don't like it either again like how high do you have to be to find the shit no
3: there could be like three or four lines that just freaking kill me and now that we're thinking about it like zoolander could have really gotten some no, real i I, I could agree with that consideration okay zoolander's outdoes how high but whatever you said before doesn't role models oh shit i love role models God damn it. This, this is so harder than... Th-
2: this, this bracket is going to be hard once it
3: eventually comes out. I'm going to have a hard time doing it. I don't doubt that. Okay, so... Uh, and then a very weird, maybe three-movie cluster. I'll say Shawshank because it's generic and okay. doesn't, it doesn't need a discussion. But like everybody, I love it and it's long. And two other really long movies. Uh, super cheesy, but I don't know why I like this movie so much.
2: Love Actually. No. The, Four Weddings and a Funeral. The Count of Monte oh, Cristo. Like
3: the, the one with Guy Pearce? Yeah. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Please,
2: please tell us more about the Count of Monte Cristo. I don't know. Who is the other guy in that movie who's not Guy Pearce?
3: Okay, he's the guy that looks like a junior Seo headliner. Like he's an act. Oh my god,
2: I forget. I forget, I forget
3: the guy's name. He's the little guy. Literally, I'm gonna. Show- I'm gonna
2: look it up. You, you keep going. I, and I,
3: no, I'm gonna look up what. A, you look up what he actually looks like, and I'm gonna look up what my junior Seo doll looks like, little tall figurine toy, and you're gonna tell me it's the exact same guy. I feel like we debated this at the. Uh, oh, the Jim fan-
2: Caviezel, the guy that played Jesus.
3: Oh, I'm not Jim Caviezel. I'm talking about this. I don't want to say this. In- He's like the next man, like Mexican guy. It's in like 800 movies. Luis Guzman.
2: Like yeah, from Luis Guzman from Boogie Nights and Traffic.
3: Yeah, like doesn't he look just like that? kind of it's the mustache that yeah. really kind
2: of does it anyway <laughs> if sure. you remember those
3: like two inch one and a half inch like nfl figurines called like headliners louis guzman always thought was junior Sao. big fan of louis guzman by the way uh oh so i guess i got one more this might be my all-time favorite movie ever the count of monte cristo 2
1: no el cid no,
2: the man uh, in the iron mask with Leonardo DiCaprio, a true, oh, a tr- oh, no, that movie is a terrible.
3: true, true, all time classic, the great escape.
2: Okay. Oh, that's amazing. You're going to say that, that is not uh, where I thought you were going. I didn't this. think
3: Yeah, a very, listen, yeah, you wouldn't know. You didn't know if, if I had a two, seven or Queens, like I was very all over the place.
2: Yeah. A good poker face on that one. Cause everything besides Die Hard three is from like 2000 on it feels
3: sure that's just me in college like yeah. i don't know when what you, you want most me. of the movies and that's yeah. like if i was home and i was just watching a lot of movies i'm just reminiscing maybe about the college days where i didn't have two kids and could, could watch how high a- could get real sloppy before noon without a care in the world
2: pat well almost a circle back to tim's curve when uh, larry goes and visits crazy Eyes, crazy Eyes killer he just has scarface on loop in his house at all times <laughs> Jeff has that with how high at his house.
3: No, I don't know. There's a couple lines in there that just literally
1: floor me. Although-
3: I, think, I think we forgot sideways
2: when we talked about this conversation, though, on the uh, the 2000 bracket, Tim.
1: It's not a comedy. It's a drama that is funny sometimes. Yeah, but you were making the case for a ton of movies that were like that. No, I when I mentioned Almost Famous, you two jumped down my throat. But Almost Famous, a comedy? like... comedy? Yeah. It
3: almost made my list.
1: Yeah, Almost Famous, like... Sideways is at
3: least a funny movie. Almost Famous isn't a comedy. Probably should have made my list over Count of Monte Cristo. (laughs) You guys laughed me (laughs) off here. Listen, people love that. I almost put Southland Tales
2: onto mine, which is objectively one of the worst movies ever made. But I can't stop watching it. I enjoy a a good bad movie that takes a real home run cut at trying to be good. You think
3: Almost Famous is more comedy than Sideways?
1: I didn't say that. I think they're both in the same realm of I, not-, no, no. not
3: even there's like actual comedic written like lines in sideways. Yeah, there's comedy in
2: sideways. There's nothing there. Like I wouldn't like you could qual- you could classify sideways as a comedy. You could call it a drama. You could call it a comedy. You could call it whatever. You're not going to call almost famous a comedy. You're there's just like not.
3: four other genres and you still wouldn't be at comedy.
2: Yeah, it's just a drama.
1: I think it's a dramatic comedy. It's but not, anyway, I mean, it's not, my, it's not a fucking
2: Schindler's List, but you know, it still leans more towards drama.
3: I got to admit, I haven't really rewatched How High. I don't know how much those lines would those lines would hold up today. But I, I just, oh my god, like the Straight Edge Professor and Dean, like it just well, kills me. W- one
2: of the largest conversations that we had in that bracket show. I'll get your take on this. Is Something like, remember how funny everyone thought Napoleon Dynamite was when it came out, and how yeah. like unfunny it's it is now. Not
3: rewatchable. It's not. Although Kip, there's like one or two scenes in that movie, like when Uncle Rico tosses what I like the football like, at at Napoleon as he's riding the bike, Didn't and he then throw a stake at him? Yeah. So the stake, and then Kip's just like, "That's what I'm talking about." Like little <laughs> things like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, good. It, it I, has I, a legitimate
2: good five <laughs> seconds of an entire movie. Fantastic.
3: Yeah, it would be a hard rewatch. I I, I agree. Yeah, so I wanted to see
2: it very, very low, but we all kind of think that it's going to do well in the bracket because people have very fond memories of it. Yes, absolutely. Whereas, like, if it went head-to-head with role models in a bracket, was... the public vote might vote for Napoleon Dynamite,
3: which is the wrong answer to this. Yeah, because it's got this, like, yeah, weird... I agree love role models so freaking much. It's the
2: most underrated of all those comedies that came out. And I think it's the one I watched the most. Yeah. It's very good. All right, so that's, that's your list. Anything like besides Goodfellas? that, Or did you have Goodfellas on there? Yeah, I did. Like, was Casino close?
3: Casino was close, but I went with Goodfellas. I told you, like, role models would have been the closest. And Almost Famous probably should have made a final cut. I did cross something else off. I'm trying to remember, but
2: I don't know. Couldn't have been that good
3: can't remember no probably what like probably was something like you guys would have enjoyed i was like i don't know this is just me this is like oh, tim i and and have completely different tastes in right movies by the way is your movie list identical <laughs> to what you put on twitter yeah. yeah it's a different list but i like all the movies uh, so tim let's hear your list
1: uh so the first one is rear window it's the greatest suspense movie of all time by the greatest master how, how about how about we just give us the 10 and then we'll go through it Rear Window, The Spy Who Loved Me, The Shining, Caddyshack, Jurassic Park, No Country for Old Men, Patton, Airplane, King Ralph, Life of Brian. King Ralph. King Ralph. (laughs) Tim is the biggest (laughs) King (laughs) Ralph stand.
2: Him and my uncle, the only two people in the world who are still like kicking the can down. They're like, you know, it's a great movie, King Ralph. I haven't seen like 80% of those movies. Uh, I Listen, I, I have nothing against Rear Window, but Vertigo is better than Rear Window, and so is North no. by Northwest. The, the, the nope. Bond,
3: you had a Bond movie in there too, right? Yeah, he
2: picked an objectively bad Bond movie. I don't understand it's that.
1: It's the best of Roger Moore's Yeah, you're, trying to, make it, you're
2: <laughs> trying to make it up to
3: Roger
1: Moore after you fucking killed him? No, and it's got the greatest scene in Bond history. And, and not, that's not just my view. That's widely believed to be the greatest scene in Bond history. Where he's skiing down the mountain, and he jumps off of the mountain and he opens up the parachute and it's the union Jack. And then nobody does it better starts to play like that <laughs> is the most iconic scene in all of bond. You think uh, so? It's
2: amazing. Uh, no, I, 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 I think it's, it's probably one a one B. It could be number two, number three. I think the most iconic scene in bond is bond strapped to the gurney with Goldfinger. I think that's the most lasting bond image that people really remember.
1: I don't know. I, you know, I've, I've made my case. Also that movie saved bond. Uh, the previous couple of movies that had been made uh, were terrible, and Bond was in a tough way. And "The Spy Who Loved Me" like really re-energized it, and it's actually a really good movie. So that's a
3: weird. Well, that's, that's like a fair oh, take. That's like a weird angle to play for
1: this list. I like it. I, I would watch if that's you know, like it's the, a historical America. significance
3: to the entire series. Sure, but you like, could it, argue. It, but in a list, it's not it, the best one. It's it, not even one of the
1: five best Bond movies. Well, that's your perspective. I feel differently.
2: Where would you rate it among the Bond movies?
1: Second or third? Wow,
2: it's way too high. Rod, like Roger the... Moore is a bad Bond, and he makes bad no.
1: Bond he's so. That's
2: the thing. <laughs> hey, he, like he stars in. Besides, I guess Pierce Bronson stars in. Like both of the both of the Timothy Dalton movies are better than all of the Roger Moore ones.
1: They're not fun. They're good
2: movies, though.
1: Yeah, but they're not fun. Part of are Bond you know, is fun. Uh...
2: Yeah, Sean Connery was fun. Like, I agree. Like, like Diamonds Are Forever isn't a good movie, but it's fun because Sean Connery's in it. Sean Connery's a way better Bond.
1: I think Powerball is the best Connery one. Thunderball? Or Thunderball, sorry, is the best Connery one. Goldfinger is the best Connery one. Yeah, I think that's overdone. I think people say that, but I don't know if that's true. Anyway, uh, I... I love Bond so much that there had to be Bond representative, and that's the one I went to. But it's not
3: even your favorite Bond movie. You said but it this, was this is not
1: just These are not just a list of my favorite uh, movies. Fair, these fair. I want to binge fair. during quarantine.
3: Great. Thank you. So, back to
2: Rear Window. It's, I like it better than Birds and Psycho. Like I said, North by Northwest and Vertigo, I think, are just better.
1: I Well, I love them both. Kitchcock is somehow still an underrated director because so many people our age have never seen his stuff or yeah. only a bit through references rather than having seen his movies. Rear window, the suspense that draws in that movie, I think is unlike any other. Well, there
2: is also a Woody Allen aspect to Hitchcock movies. Not that they're similar in any sort of way. They just make so many movies that there's a lot of like really forgettable ones that just they're now oh, thrown cool. they're they're now thrown out of the catalog because you only remember the good
1: ones. I agree. So, but I mean, that's I, like a, a hit, hit, I like I love Hitchcock, and he've had to have a place on my list, and so here he is. Okay, so then you went to King Ralph. King Ralph. Well, I mean, yes, King Ralph is that's my how high. Uh, I think that movie is hilarious. I think there's nothing but like knee slap parts to it. It knows what it is. It's a comedy based on a ridiculous. It, it's sort of like Brewster's Millions, which almost made my list. It's a ridiculous concept of a comedy movie that isn't like the perfect comedy in the Aristotelian sense, but it's just so darn funny that it had to make the list. And I love it.
2: I like, I like Brewster's millions a lot and that's not yeah. a good, it's not a good movie. It's right. not, even, it's, it's not even funny. particularly funny. <laughs> Pretty darn fun. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Like it, amongst all the comedies that came out around that time, like Caddyshack is way
1: funnier. And Caddyshack is on my list and uh, Brewster's millions isn't. Is it
3: weird? I don't think Caddyshack is that funny.
1: It's, it's weird, not just yeah. funny. It's the funniest golf movie of all time. It might be the funniest sports movie of all time. And it's one of the four or five funniest movies of all time.
2: Paul, Happy Gilmore. Is no. It, is, is, no. This is the funniest golf
1: movie of all time. Th- this
2: makes sense because there's a real age divide in the debate between Caddy Chack and Happy Gilmore and where Tim identifies as a 90-year-old man, of course that he's going to like Caddy Shack more. I'm in the camp of Happy Gilmore. Me too. I think that they're both funny. I prefer Happy Gilmore.
3: I agree. And I also need to say, I think I was very wrong, because in that specific genre of the How High movie, I think I need to retract and say, like, Half Baked is probably better than How High.
2: (laughs) Half Baked is all right. It has it has probably more laughs than How High. Yeah. It's not like
3: no, but even watching. Th-
2: I'd rather just watch like Chappelle show.
3: <laughs> that's also probably true too. Anyways, like um, that's
2: that's the one thing where when you go back and think of these things and like rewatching them. One of the things that I try to think about is like, is this the peak of what these people have done? Like that's, there's, that's good there's point. so much better Chappelle that I could spend my time watching.
3: That's a good point. But yeah, listen, I mean, there's
2: even better. What's his name? Harlan Williams. Is that his name? Yeah. I gets, Rocket man. I, know, uh, I was going to say him like swigging down the, uh, the piss and dumb and dumber or being the seven minute abs <laughs> guy and something about Mary. With his both body in options. The back.
3: <laughs> But yeah, everyone needs their own. Everyone should. If you don't have your own, like King Ralph, oh, then yeah. you're not like normal agree. to me. Completely agree. I can make fun of that, and you can make fun of mine, but everyone yeah. should have their own. Yeah,
2: we all have personal taste movies yeah. that we, pretty, we can identify <laughs> are, are very good, but they
3: mean a lot to us, and we love them. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen Good Burger?
1: I have. <laughs> okay. I good Burger, home good of the Good Burger.
3: Can I take your order? <laughs> I don't
2: know. Maybe I can have someone threw like, D2 on here.
3: <laughs> I love
2: D2. Yeah. yeah, it's a great movie thrown out great pretty liberally but sure no, like i enjoy it yeah so rear window what was after that
1: ring rear, rear window king ralph the spy who loved me caddyshack the shining by far the best hitch uh kubrick movie not, i will stand at hundred percent of the time it's the best acted it's it's just brilliant it's the best shot it's just and of it's, course it's,
2: not, it's definitely not the best shot
1: in a moment of quarantine there's no more isolating movie maybe other than rear window than uh then The Shining, so it sort of fits the moment. It's just a tremendous watch. It's got, it's a great, everything about it is is excellent. It's, an, it's a perfect movie. I wouldn't change a thing about it. And it's definitely the best Kubrick movie. That is not true. That's not even close to true. But it, well, it is close to true. It is true.
2: It's not true. And it, I feel like people, who only people who haven't seen the Kubrick collection would say that and have only seen The Shining and like Full Metal Jacket I seen this hit. Yeah, which I find insane. Like it's definitely not better than Doctor Strange Love. It is definitely not better than it Clockwork is. Orange. It's not better than Eyes Wide Shut.
1: It's much better than Eyes Wide. Shut. Eyes Wide
2: Shut is where you want to be. Just listen to that. Just listen to that soundtrack on repeat.
1: That's a view you have. That this is my bah- represent. <laughs> Whatever. I love it. Uh, the Shining is great. So.
2: I think I'd rather watch that weird Shining documentary rather than The Shining at this point.
1: Okay, well, you go ahead and do that. This is my list. All right,
2: so keep keep going. I mean, I'll, I'll take Shining over Barry Lyndon.
1: Yeah, I bet you would.
2: And, and Lolita.
1: Next is Jurassic Park. I think that's Spielberg's best movie.
2: More than, like, Raiders?
1: Yeah, I do, actually. I think it's... In I terms think... of, like, that type of movie. It, yeah, it... it I mean, it's not a drama in the way that, of course, he's made some big and huge dramas. But outside of like your Schindler's List or that type of movie, I mean, Jurassic Park to me is his best pop culture movie. Better than Close Jaws, Encounters Jaws. of the Better than Jaws. Better than Close Encounters of a Third of the Third Kind. Uh, mm-hmm. Better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. To me, better than, this is it. To me, this is the movie. This, to me, is Steven Spielberg at the height of his powers making a movie in the best way you can. And it's just so good to, it 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 holds up. The story is great. It's a great movie.
2: I like Jurassic Park a lot. But it was on the other day and I was watching it. It, It's a bad time for special effects because it's such a leap forward. Like, considering it's special effects of the time, they're so good, but it's that weird, like, everything that came out in the 90s, The Matrix just made everything seem obsolete in terms of visual effects, that it doesn't look great now. Is would be my only drawback. It's not like I wouldn't watch it. I love Jurassic Park.
1: It's, yeah, it's just suspenseful and terrifying, and the story is great, and I love it. The book is great, too, by Michael Crichton.
2: What about Billy and the Clonosaurus? <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> um I think I would take Raiders though like I I like Raiders like like, Saving Private Ryan and Chandler's List are better movies but like Raiders I think is the best of his other movies or even like I have a very soft
3: Amistad
1: (laughs) Amistad's a really good movie I like almost everything Spielberg does even Ready Player One was much better than people give it credit for Uh. I'm sorry. Maybe it's because I just am willing to cut Steven Spielberg a ton of slack. Catch me if you can. I'm willing to look, I'm willing to look the other way in a lot of his got movies. I like a lot
3: seven like, kids. I saw one of them's in like porn.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a, I saw, I saw got, that come out the other day.
3: That's got to really sting. Like when you give your child like probably everything they yeah, want. That's why you don't give
2: your child everything.
3: I guess. I don't even mean everything they want, but like you send them to the school. Like you just try to just.
1: God.
2: And that's what happens. I guess. Keep him off the pole. That's the role of every dad, isn't it? Should be goal number one.
3: No pole. I mean, my dad could watch this show from time to time and think I'm doing this is an equivalent of porn.
2: Really? Does I'm he joking. Feel that I don't know. Does he, does he frown his nose at this? No,
3: but just like I said to you, like the concept of like an internet show. So, so like, back way back
2: when we were on TV, this was much better for him. It was more <laughs> prestigious. I guess. I,
3: I don't know. I, I, I shouldn't have gone there it uh, made no sense
2: i will say that the minority report catch me if you can like double that came out that year is just a very underrated part of spielberg
3: the green- I love catch me if you can yeah. sometimes i forget yeah, it's, it's a
2: really fun watch if, and-
3: I, if you imdb i mean there's so many things you probably forget was actually him because you're so focused on at least like me like you guys are like extreme film guys tim's not
1: no i'm not extreme but, but film. That i just like- mean like you
3: like, I'm sort of like, uh, forget the resume after the big ones. Oh, sure. But there's so many, you're, you're not wrong. Oh, yeah, there's a ton of them.
2: Would I take Jaws over Jurassic Park, I think that'd be very close for me.
1: I think Close Encounters of a Third Kind is better than Jaws. And I love Jaws.
2: I don't know if I can support that take.
3: I could probably last longer with Jaws on right now than I would Jurassic Park before changing the channel.
2: Maybe, but there's always something building in Jaws that will like keep you around yeah, to the moment. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's. You can kind of just like flick on. I mean, Jeff Goldblum was fantastic, so you just flick it on. What about The Lost World? Did that make is that close to your list?
1: No, it is not.
2: Had Vince Vaughn.
1: Yeah, I know. You like Vince Vaughn more than
2: I do. <laughs> I love Vince Vaughn. I almost had Swingers on my list.
1: Random question: Did Private Parts get
3: far, or even get consideration for your bracket? No, it's not that far. No. It is a bit overrated. I love Howard, but I, I kind of went back and watched it. It doesn't hold up to what I remember. It's only
2: fun because Howard Stern is in it. Yeah. And, like, Giamatti's good in it, too. But, like, it's not, Alice like.
3: Alice Janney. It's a good cast. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's not, it's like. Funny. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to go far. It couldn't beat some of the movies we've already discussed. No, it's like yeah. not
2: a movie you'd turn back on and, like, go watch again. Yeah. It's more of, like, a. I mean, well, it is a comedy. Wayne's it, World?
3: Well, that's in the 90s. We haven't done the 90s oh. show yet. So if it was a nineties, two thousands bracket. Just it 2000? is, but we, we
2: just did the two thousands part. We're gonna do the nineties. That's what we're actually going right after this. Wayne's World's definitely gonna be a one seed, though.
3: Yeah. Has to be.
2: Wayne's World was on my short list of like overall one seeds between the two brackets.
3: It's like my thing with Wayne's World is I remember watching it like way too young, like with my older and cousins not and just it. laughing when they were laughing. And then progressively, every time you watch it, up until a point where you kind of understand everything. You're always, like, finding new hysterical things. Like,
2: did you make your favorite band, the Shitty Beatles?
3: No, but... But It just turned out they sucked. Crawling on (laughs) my keys. (laughs) Ow. Next on your list, Tim.
1: Uh, No Country for Old Men, because it's my favorite movie.
3: Could use an
2: Adam haircut, though. What's that? You could use a haircut. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna go to the barber once bar, barber shops reopen I have and no, ask for the
3: bar d'am. I'm worried about that. I love absolutely. I was talking about the suck cut from Wayne's World. My head was still there. But oh, the I, suck cut. Yeah, yeah it sucks it. and it cuts. <laughs> 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 I can, <laughs> I love No Country for Old Men. Let's see, so many se- like that movie can hold me for e- for its pacing. I, I can stick with it. Well,
2: I fall into the minority of this. Tim and I have had this argument probably over 10 times on this show. It's just, no, I think I, I, listen, I love no country for old Men. It's a great, it's not even that it's overrated. It's just there, there will be bloods, a much better movie. And they came out at exactly the
3: same time. They're very equal to me. I don't see the definitive gap, but. I There's not a definitive gap. I think no, they're very
2: close. They are very close. Like if we were to, to do a best like movie since the millennium, they would both probably be in the top five.
3: Yeah. You, oh, yeah, that's which is high praise yeah, for both movies yeah, it
2: Just, I, I happen to land, like there will be blood spoiler alert is on my list yeah. and no country is not yeah i i have no and did you pick that like as your Cohen brothers representative not in not particularly
1: only because it's my favorite movie it had to make the list do you have do you ha- you don't have another coen's on here though do you i do not i was thinking about lebowski but i left it on the cutting room floor uh I was thinking of, yeah, it's tough, right? I mean, I, I love their movies too. I think I like their movies a lot, but you got to fit some of the other movies. Like you only got 10, so you got to make hard choices.
2: Yeah, it's like when I left Apocalypto off my list. Yeah, I left Apocalypse Now off my list,
1: which yeah, would be on. I, I, don't, would, I don't think that would be a real fun movie to watch during your quarantine. It's not a fun movie, but, uh, you know, it's a good movie.
2: Yeah, it's good. It just it would kind of bum you out by the end of it.
1: Well, but sometimes movies are supposed to have an emotional tug. They, they aren't all just laugh riots.
2: No, and like there, but there are different states to be in as well. Like, I mean, I, I
1: agree.
2: I don't think you want to be going to a real dark place during your like self isolation.
1: Sure, that's not on my list. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I, I guess Lebowski would be the next one for me. After that, I, I would... Yeah. Fargo. I was gonna say, "Oh, brother, where art thou?" I love. You have the poster here. I love, "Oh, brother, where." Art. It's a fun rock.
3: What's the one? It was with Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Burn
2: after reading. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have like oceans 11 if I wanted to do. you know Tim hates oceans 11. It's a oh, hard yeah. movie to but hate. He hates it.
3: Is there like a particular reason why you've hated it, just, it as opposed
1: to just incredibly like... overrated movie, incredibly overrated. I think oh it's exactly God. what it is. I yeah. don't think it's it, rated it, it, or it, not. It it's delivers a good old, exactly
2: yeah. on the premise.
1: You know, in terms of, like, big celebrities and stars in movies, like, the Coens made Hail Caesar. That's a much better movie.
3: It's not a much better movie. Is Scott Kahn in El Caesar?
1: (laughs) No, he's not. (laughs) All right, so keep going. Uh, Patton, I think it's the best war movie of all time, and I love it. Uh, It's long, so you got time. And uh, George C. Scott is, along with Jimmy Stewart, like, probably the greatest actor of the 20th century. I I think he's fantastic. And it's just it's just a fantastic movie start to finish. It's a it's what a war movie ought to be and what the movies used to be like once upon a time. So I love it.
2: I have nothing bad to say about that. I don't know if George C. Scott would be one of my 20 top actors of the like of all time. But
3: I mean, my favorite war movie of all time is in the army now. That's
1: in the 90s comedy
3: <laughs> bracket. There's a whole
1: poly Shore category.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. But,
1: um, I was considering Enemy at the Gates as my war movie too. because so I think that is a fantastic movie. Better one. than
3: I, Enemy I, of the I, State?
1: I, I think that Enemy at the Gates is a really underrated movie. It's, it's, not, it's Wilson, not as
3: good
2: right? as Patton though. What's that? Owen no, it's No, that's behind Enemy of the Alliance. Oh. That's him and no. Hackman. This is one with Jude Law and Ed Harris. Uh, the the sniper? Sniper, good Battling movie.
3: Stalingrad. Slow, but I liked it a lot.
2: Yeah, it's a really good movie. I'm trying to think of what my favorite war movie is is apocalypto count as a war movie no it does not why not
1: because it's not really about a war
2: i mean it's about one society taking out another society
1: i don't think it counts as a war
3: movie doesn't glorious bastards count as a war movie it would yeah absolutely uh, does holy grail count as a war movie <laughs> i suppose <laughs>
2: What about Star Wars? Does Star Wars count as a war movie? <laughs> it's a, it has yeah. war in the title. War in the title. Yeah, it's funny. No Star Wars movie is going to make any of our list. It feels like. No. I could, I could watch the original. Like I like Empire the best of all of them, but I do think the original Star Wars is the most rewatchable. Do you really? I know like I it's a, like throw it on and just like sit back.
1: Here's the thing: Phantom Menace <laughs> is very underrated. It's
2: not
3: underrated. It's bad. That was the first new one, yeah. or the <laughs> That's a bad the, movie first of the new
1: ones of that. Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith. Two of those three prequels are actually good. Now, the Attack like of the, the Clones is
3: Christian's perfect. era. Yeah.
1: yeah, Revenge of the Sith is the best of
2: the three, but it's still not like great. No, nah, I don't think so. All right. So after Patton, Airplane. Uh, that will make my list as well.
1: Yeah. So you can talk about it and Life of Brian.
2: That also made
1: my list. It was that or, uh Holy Grail. They're one and one a. They're very, very, very close. But in the end, I do like Life of Brian slightly better. I think it's slightly funnier.
2: Yeah, well, let's let's stick on this because I made the same choice between them. I I think it's substantially better than Holy Grail. I feel feel like the only difference between the two and why Holy Grail is more popular is that people have only seen Holy Grail and not seen Life of Brian.
1: I don't know if people have even really seen either movie anymore. I think there's a demographic of people under the age of 35 who have seen neither.
2: Sure, but... I think if you would, if you were to poll people and said, have you seen this one or this one, 90% of people would say
1: Holy Grail. No, yeah, sure. Holy Grail is more famous. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I've are, seen Holy
3: Grail of and I haven't seen Life of Brian. You
1: should really watch Life of Brian.
2: I have three movie posters in my house and that is one of them. All right. I also have, well, I guess we should get into my list. What do you think the best part of Life of Brian is? I, I i will what throw my I, when they're stoning that guy
1: oh, because he said the halibut was as good was good enough for jehovah and john clee says stop saying jehovah you're only going to make it worse for you make it worse
2: and <laughs> i think the best part is when they're bashing the romans in their secret underground
1: lair well I mean, what have the romans ever done for you irrigation oh that's implied the well, irrigation I don't know, the people's front of Judea versus the popular Judean front who's one person. Uh, and the pe- people's front of Judea. I don't know. That, that's all. The movie is fantastic. I have seen over the last few days on Twitter people trying to put a bright spin on bad things. Obviously, the most famous part of the movie is the song at the end during the crucifixion.
2: Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, it's not that I don't care for that part. That's fine. That, that comes nowhere near like in the pantheon of best parts no, of that
1: movie. Me either. It's a very famous and excellent ending. And it's put, if people know anything about the movie, that's what they know it for. So it's got some purchase. Sure. More people have probably heard the song than have actually seen the movie.
2: Definitely. Okay. My list. Uh, I put these in order. So I was trying to, I really tried to think about the order I would want to watch these and the mood that everything would put me in when I went through it. So mine starts off with Airplane. Hilarious. Dr. Strangelove. Into Boogie Nights. You're coming out of Boogie Nights a little bit. Get some Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in your life. Now I I did include Goodfellas. Goodfellas was number five on that list. So you go into Goodfellas, all similar theme type movies, then Life of Brian, then hard into There Will Be Blood. Come out of that, you have Spinal Tap, In Bruges, and Pulp Fiction. That's my list of ten. Spinal (laughs) Tap is like your hard comedy, eh? What's that? Spinal Tap. There was going to be one Christopher Guest movie on this list. And I really, I could have put three of them on here realistically like best in in show could be on this waiting for guffman could definitely be on this spinal tap is the funniest of all of them i know it's a rob reiner movie but it's stars christopher guest how far was spinal tap from your list
1: not too far not too far you know i because there's just a million things like how many drummers did they have that kept blowing up joe stumpy pete and pete stumpy joe no it was was peter james bond Yeah, the, the, more of a jazz blues festival, really. Have you seen bottle Tap? Yes.
2: When was the last time you saw it? Years ago? Over a decade. Okay. That, like, and that, maybe more. So one of the things that I wanted to do for my isolation playlist was, I mean, Goodfellas is an overtly popular movie. Everyone's kind of seen And it's it. on
3: all the It's time. on all the time,
2: but it's a its a very comfort food type of movie, and it's great. A lot like Pulp Fiction in that way. You're like, you know what's coming you know if you have you know you're on your phone the entire time you can you can kind of watch it while you're on your phone you know what happens and you can tune into the parts that you like but then i tried to shove in stuff that i don't think that great movies that i don't think that people have seen so i know people haven't seen kiss kiss bang bang and it is one of my favorite movies there is a it's the comeback of robert danny junior everything that you liked about robert danny junior over the past 15 years it all starts in this movie
1: that is a hot take it does. This is when he came back. From... I know but it's a hot take. Most people would say when he became Tony Stark is when he started his career. Sh- sure, but when Shane Black ended
2: up, you know, writing Iron Man and then directing Iron Man, he wrote and directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Robert Downey Jr. It's the reason that they're both a part of that movie.
1: That's fine. I just think most people, when they think Wolf Robert Downey
2: back, Val Kilmer is the best part of the that's, movie. Yeah, I know. Val Kilmer is Gay Perry.
1: It's a funny movie.
2: It's really. How can I describe the humor in it? It's very mean-spirited humor. Like it's a. It's
3: like my group chat.
1: A little
2: bit. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, it's basically or Val Kilmer. Group chat. Yeah. It's just, yeah. basically just Val Kilmer treating Robert Downey Jr. How we treat Tim on this show the entire time. <laughs> but it's also a caper. There's a mystery to be had. Um Airplane. It gets the love from the people who have seen it, but I feel like that's another movie that's just kind of fallen out of the consciousness, which is really sad. That's why it has to be number one on this list. You'll be put in a good mood the moment you watch Airplane.
1: Yeah, I mean, what can I say? Everything about that movie is hilarious. Well,
2: so yeah, Strange Love is obviously my favorite Kubrick movie, and it's funny, which helps. And Boogie, Boogie Nights and Goodfellas Close, like they're very similar movies, like similar tone in the movie like they're both serious movies that are also funny so that goes hand in hand and then i mentioned there will be blood in bruges another wildly underseen movie I haven't seen it. you haven't seen in bruges That's
1: when cool. would that have been from
2: when did in bruges come out
1: 2005 six seven something like that it's amazing
2: it has colin farrell in it
1: I'm a, I'm mad at myself that I don't have a Christopher Nolan movie on my list. What would
2: I, mean? I almost considered Dark Knight? Not that it's my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, but I think it's probably the most rewatchable as a
1: part of a yes, movie list. Currently, the best director we have working, and certainly the most popular he's, director.
2: He's the most popular. He's the most popular. He's not the best.
3: I've definitely me. seen this
1: movie. Poster. Give, give your head a
3: shake on that.
2: And I think I would have picked Interstellar as a rewatch. No, I, I think that Dark Knight or Inception is where you'd want to go through for like just a. For a movie playlist of, like, you're sitting around and watching stuff. Like, I think, the like, we've gone through this before as well, but I think The Prestige is his best movie. It's my favorite of his movies. But those other two are, they're popcorny movies that are also fun at the same time.
3: I look forward to watching this. In Bruges? Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's also a very very mean-spirited comedy as well. But it has heart. And Ray Fiennes is excellent.
3: I've seen that movie poster for sure. Not that that means anything, but.
2: Uh, But even just looking at it on the wall, like if you had to put one of the guest movies on, Tim, would it be Spinal Tap?
1: Nah, man. No, I will take Best in Show, but not for any particular reason other than I guess I want to be different because they're all great. They're all great. Just looking at some of the movie posters
2: behind me on the wall right now that you could just be like... you. Could we make a a movie poster behind us playlist, do you think? Oh, definitely. You've got Stripes. Stripes is there. Doug the Pug is there. Maybe he has Mm -hmm. a documentary we don't know about.
1: Fight Club. Fight Club is excellent.
2: I would throw Rocky Horror onto that, too.
1: Definitely. You've got Holy Grail.
2: Holy Grail is there. Star Wars is there. We could definitely do that. Uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Ex Machina, which... Yeah, Memento. Have you guys seen Ex Machina?
1: yeah it's real weird it's awesome you have mulholland drive oh, that's a movie people cocktail. love to watch
2: that's a cocktail soundtrack sir <laughs> yeah mulholland drive is behind me that's tough like, <laughs> like if we did like a maybe that'll be the next show that we do the uh, the top 10 weirdest movies that you could put on a playlist oh right behind jeff true lies is on there Oof. true lies is a, is a real re-
1: despises it, james cameron and does not think he's able to make any good movies i'm not a big lover of that movie you don't like true lies Eh, not Come really
2: on. is that mean you also don't like terminator 2
1: eh it's okay not as good as the first terminator
2: that is not true tt was two was way better
3: than the
1: original way be, way better. like it's not
2: even close but it
3: was also i, I saw it before i saw it. being my
2: age yeah well it came out the original terminator came out before you we were born so that's tough uh, you got Django. Wolf of Wall Street would be a good rewatch just as a part of a playlist. Guess, it's, real, it's
3: real long. I guess it's no coincidence. A lot of your movies in your list are on this wall. Are on the wall.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Royal Did Tenenbaugh. That's Steve Martin there. Is that mixed nuts? That's just a Steve
2: Martin comedy record. Oh, okay. The original Batman with Adam West.
3: I like that movie.
2: Oh, you know what's down there? You probably can't even see it on the camera. It's, in, it's a Japanese poster. But Battle Royale
1: that's a hell of a movie movie.
2: i mean if you want to see where this whole quarantine is going if it keeps up for six months just go watch battle royale because that's coming it's not going to be good news i hope i get the machine gun i don't want the pill of cyanide i don't feel like that's going to really serve me well
1: it may may serve you quite well what's that it may serve you quite well hey it might be the only way out on that one but
3: yeah
2: have you seen battle royale
3: yes great movie they tried to do like an american remake did they yeah, I don't remember that. I at think all. that's right. I think I did hear that. No, they did it. It wasn't. It was bad. Man. There's something that
2: it almost has to be in Japanese for that movie to work. I feel like.
3: I feel like they just announced a recasting of uh, Rocky. Rocky horror picture show. They did a like live musical for it. Oh, maybe that's I don't know. Someone just announced as they're playing uh, the Tim. The Tim Curry role, and I'm like, oh, that works.
1: Are people going to throw toast at him too?
2: I don't know if you can... It'd be a really weird movie to remake, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes, of course it would. And it would anger so many people who know every single beat and sound in that movie.
2: Yeah. like The pay- Reddit
1: board would go nuts about it.
2: Sure, and those are probably actually, like I mean, maybe not... The people that would be currently online, yes, they would be on Reddit who like Rocky Horror, but Rocky Horror, like... Older people like Rocky or as it came out like thirty five years ago.
1: Absolutely correct. That's it's,
2: true. It's really hard to remake a cult. Movie. And by the time if you like remaking Spinal Tap,
3: by the time they get the production and the remake done, all the old people are dead.
1: <laughs> it's, it's yeah, rough. like Meatloaf probably can't participate in this remake.
3: Like I'll go completely off the wall here and say something that maybe shouldn't. Uh...
2: You love a good self censor.
3: I just want to say there could be a scenario, Pat where all the golf coverage we've always wanted we get after corona because everyone else is gone
2: i wouldn't think that way that's not gonna happen
1: that's what the fox news is saying i'm just delighted that since they've signed on to 2030 with cbs that 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 half hour break is going nowhere for the next day yeah we
2: we won't need your half hour break when golf eventually comes back because it seems like they're on the path to just I'll have my own internet feed I can watch. That's fine. You guys can have your TV with your old folks. I'll just watch every shot on my computer.
3: Listen, I joked at exactly like 2.30 or 2.45 last weekend that I could really go for that 15-minute break right now. It doesn't feel so bad. (laughs) Now everyone's on the half-hour break. Yeah. I don't know. I could have done so many movies. Oh, yeah. It's so hard. Just
2: even some, like, random ones that get forgotten about with time. Like, uh, I had this conversation with someone. We did this list, like, when I threw it out on Twitter that – I always leave L.A. Confidential off all these lists because it came out the same year as Boogie Nights, but I love both of those mm. movies. I just happen to like one more than the other, but then I always just forget to put it on stuff.
3: Also, like, does it count? Would it have counted for my quarantine to put the 92 World Series video on here?
2: No, yeah, I'm going to say not a movie. Sporting Dream
3: event. to the plate! Safe!
2: Is that your favorite all-time sporting event?
3: The 92 World Series holds a place in my heart that... Could never maybe be touched. I With maybe the 92 ALCS as well. I was going to say,
2: I have more vivid memories of the 93 World Series. That
1: makes sense. What about when Batista hit the home run and Jeff was running on the field, according to Pat?
2: Oh yeah. Whenever something bad happens at a sporting event, I just say that it's Jeff and people believe me.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. (laughs) did the home run path that Jeff is currently running on. I I, honestly,
2: I could have
3: been, that was an outer body experience. I heard
2: The dome was closed that day. I lived a lot closer to sky dome than I do now, but I heard, like I was watching it on TV and I heard a roar from outside of my window before it happened on my TV. And I was like, Oh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a great memory. Um, I don't know, like even uh, I can get silly, but like I've watched that 1989, like the story of the 89 J's is called Sky High, like maybe 800 times. Do you
2: watch Sky High with how high as a double feature?
3: No, I haven't seen it again. I don't know how high just I was remembering some good old times. Uh...
2: Yeah, there's a couple of movies on this wall that I probably wouldn't throw on a rewatch. Like, I don't think I'd throw the master on a rewatch.
3: <laughs> no. Even like oh, people could tell me I'm wrong and I had how high on my list. So like they say, what's wrong with you? Even like Bill and Ted's was hard for me to get.
2: Bill, and, Ted, Bill and Ted's is way better than how high for one thing. Bill and Ted, <laughs> Excellent Adventure That's is Socrates.
1: fantastic.
2: Yeah, Socrates Johnson.
1: <laughs> William the Kid.
3: <laughs> that scene actually rules. So <laughs> they go to the Maya, yeah, They introduce them all to like the, like,
2: the, the dad's 19-year-old wife. It's fantastic. What else? Do, like, The Matrix would be. Tim, you love The Matrix. I'm shocked that didn't the make first it. First Matrix, yes. Yeah,
1: that's But what the I mean. problem is, the other two movies are such trash that it ruins my ability to rewatch The Matrix. Because I know what's coming and I know how bad it is.
2: I mean, if this quarantine goes on for a while and we can't get out of our house, we might have to do like a Steven Seagal Van like, Dam movie,
1: What so. percentage
2: of. Bloodsport
3: wins, by wh- the way. What percentage of sequels are good? Not, not are good, but they suck because. When the original was written, it was never part of the thing.
2: That's like most sequels.
3: So that's what I mean. So they write a movie, and then it does really well, and the studio's like, "Here's a briefcase of money. Give us another one." And they now have to like sort of reinvent the wheel, and almost you, like what happened with like Lost.
2: And you, yeah, you, like the TV
3: show. It's like, oh, it did well, and they like probably had a three year plan. Like, who has a four year? Like shows are so hard. Yeah, they're like, they're keep like, this going. Keep please. going. Keep going. Uh-huh. Keep writing. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that, we'll need two more garbage bags of money because we like don't know what to do.
2: Make it up on the fly. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what the best sequel... I mean, Godfather 2 is the best sequel.
3: Almost made my list, but
1: I felt that would be too like, cheesy. And yeah, generic. Godfather 2, Empire Strikes Back. Terminator 2, according to you.
2: Terminator 2 would D2. be A- Even speaking of James Cameron,
1: Aliens as well. No, disagree. Alien is better than Aliens. Aliens is better than Alien. No, it's not. The Whalen Corp. Anyway, I don't want to get into it. I mean,
2: Kill Bill Volume 2 is really good, but that's all one movie. It's not really (sighs) two movies.
1: Those are the worst Tarantino movies.
2: I don't think that they're the worst. Yeah, they are. That and The Hateful Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight is
1: god-awful trash.
2: Really? I like watching The Hateful Eight. It's on a lot.
1: Kill Bill's a good popcorn movie. It was really good. Yeah, If you want to throw popcorn at the screen, I guess. Trash.
2: King Ralph, good.
1: King Ralph, bad. I almost had planes, trains, and automobiles on here too for comedies.
2: I mean that that can make the movie board list behind me. That that's right behind my. head. I, I want
1: to say the that craziest and, uh, thing. Yeah. Actually, it's up there. Uncle, you can't, you Uncle, Uncle see Box had screen. a case for this uh, for this list too.
3: The craziest, I want to say, comment of this entire record was how close in comedies he has sideways and almost famous. Yeah, yeah, it, it blows my mind as well.
2: I don't get it. I just, I just don't remember there being parts in Almost Famous where I'm like laughing out loud. Like, it's not that type of, of movie. Yeah,
3: don't know. Like the mom being mad. Like what is funny? I don't. I'm Golden God. Jimmy Fallon.
2: <laughs> like it's not ha ha funny.
1: I don't know. I think it's funny.
2: All right. Fair enough. All right. So. Let's give out one bad movie that you really like. Because King Ralph's not a bad movie. I don't want to say that it's a bad movie. It's, it's entirely watchable.
3: I put my bad movies on this list.
2: But... Well, I mean, Count of Monte Cristo, like, we'll call it the, the Jeff Feinberg Count of Monte Cristo Award <laughs> for bad movie you enjoy. I will throw out Southland Tales. Did, did, have you ever watched that with me?
1: I don't know that we have, actually. If we do, I don't remember it.
2: Bad. You have to watch Southland Tales. It is such a clusterfuck that he had to release three prequel graphic novels before it came out, just so it makes a semblance of sense, which it doesn't still. I've pieced it together through like 70 watches, but it's, it's bad, but you can't stop watching it.
1: Tell the, the truth.
2: It has, like I said, like, it stars Stifler, Sarah Michelle Geller, The Rock, John Lovitz, that guy that played Raiden from Mortal Kombat, wood harris amy poehler john larroquette (laughs) it's pretty deep it's such a weird movie will sasso's in it sherry o'terry is in it justin timberlake there's weird musical interludes halfway through the movie (laughs) just nuts it was the guy's follow-up to donnie darko a movie which i hate i like that movie See, yeah, I don't like that movie. I like Southland Tales. So anyway, that's my representative, Tim. What's yours?
1: I don't care what anybody says. It's a bad movie. But Las Vegas is hilarious. It's a bunch of old people making their final trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> You've got Kevin Kline, and you have all kinds of great actors. It, uh, it's just so darn funny, even though it's a bad movie. Las Vegas is a must-watch during a quarantine in terms of, like, what's a movie. I know people – it's sort of like Draft Day. Draft Day would be the other one. I love that movie. It's terrible. It. It's unwatchably crazy, but I love it, and I love Las Vegas. My God. My, I remember – I went to go see that in theaters. <laughs> uh, I was so excited to see it because of the actors in it, and I left, like, in stitches. And I was like, okay, I know people are going to hate this, but whatever. I really Who is like it? it? Klein, Morgan Freeman – yeah, uh, you got yeah. Klein, Morgan Freeman, Al Niro, Michael Douglas, uh, Ted, uh, uh, Ted Danson's wife is in it. Oh, Steambergen. M- Steenbergen. Yeah.
3: Okay, so who? And then what about? So does that mean you also liked Old Hogs? I have is
1: to say I never Tim saw Allen? that.
3: I think it's like John. It's like kind of the same what thing about, what like John the, Travolta. Maybe Tim Allen. Well, he went on about how Martin like, Lawrence on maybe. a different
2: show. He loves Jack Nicholson. Did you love Bucket List?
1: I <laughs> like everything Jack Nicholson has been in. A- "Anger Management" about Schmidt, as good as it gets. Which, when we get into '90s comedies, that's gonna be high on the list. What? what like,
2: sorry, sorry. You say "as good as it gets"? Really?
1: Oh yeah, that's a great comedy. Uh, it's a romantic comedy, but it's hilarious.
2: It's not like hot. It's not hilarious. Hilarious. It's like
1: yeah, it is though.
2: It's it's real soft, like
1: all the Jim Brooks. Movies. Yeah, it's
3: like I'll have tuna on. I'll have uh, toast. Sorry, we don't have toast. I'll Listen, tuna on toast. Hold the tuna. I have-
1: I have a soft spot for him. He's a little obsessive.
3: I like him, but I don't know. It's where he's got like a Greg Kinnear, right? He throws his dog down the chutes. Yeah. And <laughs> Helen Hunt. Cuba Gooding Jr. It's a, it's a fine movie. Fine movie. But it's Fun. not. We're talking like
2: the, the bracket. Remember, is, I went to it with my parents. The bracket is most hilarious movies of the decade. I don't think that's going <laughs> to make the list.
1: That's hilarious. I, I hate to tell you. Anyway, Las Vegas. Must watch. Go <laughs> rent it. Or find it and go watch it.
2: All right, that's going to do it again. If you want to get into the draw for 20 DK bucks, you smash the like for the episode, you leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and leave a 10 movie playlist that is better than the one provided by Tim Undergust.
0: Tim and august That's not my name,
3: Jeff Feinberg. Where can people get at you these days? Honestly, my hands are like coming apart from all the soap. Me too, actually. I had to
2: start putting moisturizer yeah, on my ugh, hands. I just hate this world.
3: <laughs> you find me on Twitter if I'm still there. G. Feinberg 17. Watch the movies, then you'll feel better. I just... I don't know. <laughs> it's Without hobbies and interests, it's just like minutia.
2: You can read more. I'm learning how to read, so I can read more. Can't read stuff.
3: What do you mean you're learning how to read? I don't read? know how to
2: read. I'm illiterate, so I'm learning how to read over this quarantine.
3: Like new languages?
2: No, English. I can't read or write, although I'm a professional writer. Yeah. All dictation, Jeff. You can speak it, can't write it, don't know. I'm kidding on that, by the way, if you didn't know. Anyway, I'm Pat Harry You can follow me at the PME. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, if you want to get to a draw for a hundred DK dollars, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handle something you enjoy about the Pat Mayo Experience, and you'll be on that draw for a hundred DK bucks. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time.
3: Pat Mayo Experience. Experience.
2: When you make decisions for your company